The pandemic, roaring inflation, unprecedented energy prices and interest rates tracking higher for the first time in decades. Crisis events, once extremely rare, are coming, it seems, thick and fast, bringing extreme volatility and forcing corporates to adapt and shore up their risk management processes. I'm Sarah Rundell, and in this podcast, I talk to Oksana Pichyuko, Managing Director, Head of Client Analytics at Standard Chartered Bank, about how Treasury can prepare, focusing particularly on how hedging policies can turn volatility into a friend rather than a foe. Oksana, welcome. Could you begin by outlining your role heading up client analytics at Standard Chartered and how you support your clients' approach to extreme risk management? Hi, Sarah. Sure. Main focus of our client analytics team is on building strategic partnerships with clients. And we do that by offering bespoke analysis across all asset classes. We aim to expand every client engagement into a meaningful client journey across relevant topics for treasurers. As implications of COVID and recent shocks in markets prompted a number of corporates to review their risk management policies to plan for future extremes, we see from some surveys done by our team and recent conferences, we learned that top challenges for corporates are volatility and uncertainty of data. And also around 70% of corporates at the moment confirm that review of risk management is one of the key treasury priority for next 12 months, which presents fantastic opportunity for us to play a role of their strategic advisor and partner. And we are spending a lot of time with our clients on that. Number of crisis events, which uh, are seemingly extremely rare, but happen more frequently than anticipated, is definitely growing. In the last few years, we've seen negative prices and then extreme highs in low in oil, um, US Treasury drop and rebound, extreme volatility across all asset classes are all supporting the same argument that extreme risk is becoming normalized in this chronically unstable world. For corporate treasurers, this brought to light a requirement to assess how appropriate are their strategies and how nimble are their processes to be able to adapt and react in a very fast-moving environment. Clients are looking for frameworks and structures to optimize their businesses in anticipation of this continued volatility, which we work with them on. Yeah, it's interesting about extreme events becoming (laughs) so regular and normalized now. So we know that M&A activities picked up coming out of the pandemic. Add to this huge volatility and uncertainty in sales and revenue forecasting in the current economic climate. How can sharp spikes in risk upset this kind of everyday corporate activity and how can corporates safeguard against them? Sure. I guess ordinarily for corporates, there could be a variety of reasons for uncertain exposures within their businesses. The main ones tend to be firstly M&A activities. Uh, we saw mergers and acquisition picking up around COVID time and still continuing. This has been the fastest way companies relied on to accelerate digitalization and transformation required for their businesses. And secondly, uncertainty in business forecast and challenges predicting accurately sales revenues. As we have learned from a recent Treasury survey, more than half of the participants identified accuracy and timeliness of data as a top challenge for risk management. 
Finally, uncertainty can also arise during project bidding process or discontinuation. So this heightened uncertainty brings with it fear of hedging and fear of getting it wrong for clients. And that's why risk management strategies, which allow flexibility around the timing of the hedges and instrument choice, introduce the way to deal with this type of risk. This can be achieved by establishing frameworks that allow treasury teams to use different products when balancing that risk. Just to highlight a few examples in that regard, it's the values of options for corporates definitely increase post-COVID extremes. We have seen clients who, after reviewing their risk management strategies, moved from having options as forbidden word in a company to adding them and actively using them alongside other hedging instruments. We have found from surveys done in conference led by us that 70% of corporates who have options as already approved instruments did not use them. And the key reason given was personal accountability and that fear of getting it wrong. So to address this, we have worked with a few clients to help them develop instrument hedging framework to be used internally and help with decision-making when hedging, especially when to use options and how to balance between different instruments. For emerging markets currencies specifically, interest rates differential drive significant carry costs and historically high realized volatility make leaving that exposure and hedge very costly. We assisted a number of clients last year with solutions in managing this EM volatility in a cost-effective manner through optimal hedge ratios and options-based structures. Extreme events not only impact the underlying price level and volatility, but it also impacts the hugely a relationship across portfolio of exposures. This also prompted corporates to increase frequency of review of their hedging strategies in the wake of uncertain outlook for them. So benefits of flexible risk management strategies became very evident in this environment in particular. So hedging is obviously a vital tool to protecting against extreme events. Could you talk a little bit about developing hedging strategies and the do's and don'ts, if you will? Of course, for many currencies, commodities, as well as interest rates, we've seen period of extreme volatility recently, which has been very challenging to manage for many clients. One thing that many traders, as well as strategists, and uh, our clients beyond, is that this volatility and uncertainty are here to stay. But there are ways to turn volatility into your friend rather than a fool, as shared by one of the clients during a recent conference, and that is through flexible and dynamic hedging strategy. Three key areas and the so-called do's dominating for treasurers during review of risk management approaches have been, firstly, risk tolerance alignment to companies' financial objectives, which can impact how much and with which strategies clients hedge. Risk tolerance and appetite over short and long-term horizon are key to define certainty window and how strategy needs to be adapted to that. For example, we notice a lot of focus on hedging ratios with appreciation that hedging 100% and fully exposure could be as risky as hedging nothing before considering optimal turn and instrument choice for corporates. Exposures are constantly changing for companies and need to be re-evaluated. 
Therefore, hedging on portfolio basis, considering natural hedges where possible and more regular review have been important focus areas for many. It can also help optimize cost of risk management significantly. Another area we've been working on with clients is the shift from static approach to more dynamic hedging strategies. Having the right governance hedging policy in place is really important consideration for treasurers when integrating ESG principles into their businesses. There is academic evidence supporting the link between good governance and outperforming companies. Governance is a cornerstone in ESG rating. It accounts for 33% minimum and can go up to 50% of rating for some cases. We have been working with clients to help them take a lead across their peer group to be better prepared and positioned for future changes and requirements. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Lots of advice there. So would you class the level of inflation we're seeing today as an extreme event? And um, how can corporates manage inflation risk and its wider impacts? And, and given it's already so high, is it, is it too late? Yeah, absolutely. It was not clear last year, I would say, if you will have 1960s, 70s raging inflation. And interestingly, in a survey conducted by us in March 2021, only 9% of corporate clients expected inflation to be above 3%, which is difficult to imagine now, I guess. But now we can say with confidence that inflation risk mitigation became much bigger area of focus for companies across all different sectors. Higher global average inflation expectations very often brings with it higher dispersion of inflation across countries, which could mean uh, even more effects for volatility. And for project managers we worked with, it brings to light requirement to protect potential slippage risk of input and output prices along the life of the project. We worked with a number of clients on establishing frameworks to help identify ways to mitigate that inflation risk. And it could be done through either reviewing the impact on inflationary drivers in their business, direct or indirect, and potential adjustments to risk management required for their effects, commodities, and interest rates, hedges, or including inflation-linked derivatives directly into their hedging strategies. Very closely linked topic to inflation has been rising rates concern. In the last year, focus for a number of companies have been on reassessing their tolerance to floating rate debt after issuing so heavily in fixed. To help the clients review and make the right decision for their portfolios, our analysis is focusing on historical performance, but drawing attention to refinancing volatility inherent in different debt durations. We also work with clients to analyze specific factors such as cyclicality and structure of their debt to identify any natural hedges or potential pressure points for their businesses. As a final step, we run debt portfolio optimization model to determine the optimal fixed floating mix for that company. With the cost of debt concerns, we have seen a lot of interest in pre-hedging risk linked to future financing needs as well. Okay. And so how should corporate treasury partner with banks to improve strategic decision-making to support this kind of risk management? Could you talk a little bit about the relationship between corporates and their bank partners here? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so to answer this, I would like to highlight an example on how a team worked on a portfolio review for a client to help address their concern, uh, specifically around setting up hedging strategies for forecasted cash flow exposures. Historically, this specific company used to hedge forecasted cash flows in a static format with a maximum 10 of one year, which is very common. Although this has been operationally easy and straightforward to implement for them, it didn't necessarily always help to achieve companies' key hedging objectives, such as reducing PL volatility, for example. And therefore, they started thinking of transitioning into more layered approach while extending the maximum tenor of their risk management. When making the most optimal hedging decisions, this company wanted to take into account accuracy of forecasted exposures, internal and external views on the currency pair to decide when and what to hedge. And this is where three-step framework we helped them develop and establish came into play. Really interesting aspect for a few commodity companies when we were implementing similar frameworks for them has been focused on cost performance for different strategies, which we also help them analyze and assess. So it could be really tailored to company specific objectives. And that's what our analysis really does. Uh, we have also replicated similar approach for interest rate strategy review to establish framework around pre-hedging bond issuances, as an example, which has been a hugely relevant area and topic for many corporates recently. Wonderful. Oksana, thank you so much. Any last thoughts before we wrap up? Thank you, Sarah. It's been a pleasure. And a key takeaway, I guess, we'd like to leave you with is that we believe it's integral to align risk management strategy to financial imperatives and risk tolerance of the company. And to make volatility your true friend and not a foe, risk management strategy has to be flexible enough to be nimble and quick when market shifts. Oksana, thank you so much. Lovely speaking to you. Thanks a lot, Sarah. It was a pleasure. Thank you to Standard Chartered's Oksana Pidkuko for sharing her expertise on risk management in volatile times. Thank you for listening. To hear more about our podcast episodes and to discover all our other audio content, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from.